Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 87 of the Podwans podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. What's up? And Harith Productions. Long have I waited. For yeah, Thrawn to show up. Uh, by yes, the way, be. by the way, by the way, um, hey, Kenny, five minutes until podcast, but 15 until they come on. We are actually one minute behind, so you can suck on that. By the way, just got to throw that out there. Appreciate it. Um, today, we're going to be talking about season three. We begin season three of Star Wars Rebels. Episodes one and two steps into shadow. We're going to be diving into Ezra's temptation by the dark side, Kane and meeting Bendu the introduction to Thrawn and canon, and so much more. Uh, and we have a whole handful of guests on today, so we're excited to bring them in to talk about this arc of Star Wars Rebels. Luke, here, are you ready to go? Yeah. Season Let's 3, go. here we go. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. And we are back. Okay, so today we have four guests coming out to talk about Steps in the Shadow. And we have some familiar faces, ones we haven't seen in a while, but I'm sure that this episode will be a good one. All right, so our first guest today, you may have seen his face quite a few times. He's been on Rebels show. I mean, how, how, how long has he been on our show? Three times? Three times, yes. So let's bring in our close friend and Twitch streamer, Cal Forer. Hello, it's me. <laughs> How's it it's going? Me. Hi. My name is Cal Ford. I am the problem. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Cal? How you been? Uh, not a lot. Doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Real good. good for tonight. I feel like my camera's like not focusing at all for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Cal's like, damn it. Man. Damn it. Your Logitech yeah. has failed you. No, it's not a Logitech. It's, this is a Razer Kio with the ring light and all that fancy nonsense. Never works, right? Oh, you're too cool for us? I see how it is. You see, mm-hmm. you see, if Harith flexes his camera all the time while Luke <laughs> and I have the exact same. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's, great. it's called an honestly, I say we look pretty good. <laughs> I, so. I am all of the problems, and I have all of the problems, apparently. <laughs> Cal, we're, we're, we're just gonna have to, we're just gonna have to deal with it. Whatever. I'm gonna be blurry, blurry Cal day, I guess. Cal, where can people know. follow social medias? Uh, you can follow me pretty much everywhere, primarily on Twitch, uh, just at twitch.tv forward slash cal on things like twitter tiktok hive all that fun stuff i have to throw it out there for harith <laughs> <laughs> see harith but it's true even then we keep we keep beating the dead horse and it won't mm-hmm. die <laughs> as much as i try to I try, I try to bury it in the ground everyone just keeps digging it up and be like here you yeah. go but, but cal true. thank you again for coming on appreciate always, you always a pleasure next our next guest <laughs> you may have seen her face quite a few times and also a part of the the rings of power community with alongside with luke let's bring in 
Silmar Emily, aka Emily. Wow. Ooh, I got the name right. Yay. The last time I tried introducing you, I could not pronounce the name, but I mm, that was beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Hats that on was back awesome. or shoulder. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Hi. Emily, welcome back. This is like Thank what? You. Four times on the channel in the last three weeks. Yeah, you've been on quite a bit. Yeah, I've been on a lot. Yeah, no yeah. reaction. Chopper. No, three. 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 Sorry, yeah. I, I gave you an extra week. But, you know. <laughs> it's okay. But we love having you on. Uh, where can the good people follow you? You can follow me on mostly TikTok and Twitter at Summer Emily. But I'm also on like Instagram and Reddit and Twitch and everything else. But oh, yeah. I she's on Reddit. There. She's, she's, she's. She's, She's putting in the only, good fight. I, I only made a Reddit to interview Owen Arthur on. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, you did. Do, the you Rings did, of uh, Power subreddit. He plays. <laughs> he plays Durin. For those that yes. don't know, uh, he plays Durin in uh, Rings of Power. He's He's amazing. He's 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 that dwarf, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me the meat and give it to me raw. That is. I asked him the question about that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I completely forgot because it was yeah. that episode that mm-hmm. you got to uh, interview him for on Reddit, which is he, he, he's the same one that had that 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 drink off with that elf, right? Swing off the the swing the breaking the rock breaking breaking the rock. Yeah. Yes. Drink off. You're thinking of Gimli. You're thinking of Gimli and no. I thought I thought they had like a the the earlier episodes of Rings of Power that they had like a drinking competition. No, it's the rock smashing. The rock smashing. Oh. And then you hear the, the seeking tarog. Ah, there you go. Um, but if you're looking for uh, anything with uh, Lord of the Rings, definitely hit up Emily. But I did amazing. start out as Star Wars, so I don't feel like I did earn my place here. I 2020, oh, I absolutely. was doing Star Wars content. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You're part of the Filoni fam. Yeah. In the words of Mas Kanata, you're right back into the mess. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. We love having you. <laughs> Yeah, go All right. So now our third guest today, he is one of two co-hosts of Conspiracy Cantina, and he is the biggest Return of the Jedi fan that I know personally. And he also saved my life at Star Wars Celebration. Let's bring in Ryan at Jedi Master. <laughs> Why do you always bring that up? He saved my life at Star Wars Celebration. He was the only one that was there for me. I will see. See, that's just me respecting yep. that. You know what I mean? Also, for those that Luke are... didn't come, Harith, you left me stranded. Emily, you weren't there, so you're not an issue. I didn't uh, leave you stranded. I'm under 21, Char. <laughs> Emily, you're not an issue. Like, like she ever is an issue. I'm never like, an on. issue. If it would have happened in the first or the but, last of the first two hours, Char, I couldn't have done you, anything. You, 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 quiet. Here, DePaul, here's your crown. Which, which, <laughs> by, which by the way, which by Thank the way, you. DePaul, um, <laughs> you are actually streaming our episode on your channel. I am. I am a, um, not a plug uh, for StreamYard, but I do use them and I have a paid plan. So where has a new feature, we're able to stream when you're a host on somewhere else to your own channel. So it's yep. nice. So you're getting double the views, man. Double the views. Double the views. Double the views. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. So thank you for everybody that's watching on Conspiracy Cantina. Appreciate it. Uh, but DePaul, where can we find you on the social medias? Um, you can find me on YouTube, Conspiracy Cantina. Uh, you can find me on TikTok under Jedi Master DePaul. And you can find me at my house. 
<laughs> send the Addy. Send the Addy. Don't, don't, don't dox. No dox. No, 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 God, why is your calling Mr. I'm grilling. <laughs> Do not interrupt the grill master. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Well, uh, thank you to Paul. Um, thank you. Thank you. And then and... our fourth guest, I'm going to let Harith take this. Uh, Charlie has all these like names pulled up for every episode they're on. I don't do this. This is not my style. I also don't introduce people, but this one I feel like I have to take the floor on this one. He's been a little bit absent from the community, rightfully so, because he's been busy at ASU. My co host. Carter. Carter, arguably one of the biggest. Oh, he, oh, he, I was no, gonna I say right when he right when he joins, <laughs> his his internet cuts out. I was like, no. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's only appropriate since Harith and Carter are here just to do this report. Oh my How did you God. have that on the ready? <laughs> right, hey, hey. it was there, and I felt no, like it was. You know, you know, eventually episode episode two will. will the best episode, no, arguably, episode two was Mom. the best one. It was and somehow it's not released. On it, we'll we'll work on it. We've. Got, I also really I gave it to Luke, and then we were busy. <laughs> I'll get to it, but it Carter, deserves. It's, good. it's 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 great to have you back. It is. We've been uh, like working on this. I feel like. For like months. Yes. And, the, <laughs> and it was and all start. my it was all my fault because it would be like, Hey, do you want to come on next Thursday? And I'd be like, Oh yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, and then like, oh, they'd be like, yeah, Oh sorry. man, real life friends don't have time for you guys. <laughs> no, normally I would just have like something going on and then last week I was this close to texting you and you were this close to texting me. Yeah. It and it so just funny. didn't work. But now, finally. No, I no, I feel like it. Carter's like, and The Rock has come back. The Podwan Nation. But, um, no, uh, Carter, where can the good people find you? Um, what well, used to post on TikTok. It's been <laughs> like 11 months. I mean, you can follow it. It's called Carter D2. But you can just follow my normal instagram if you want to it's Ooh, at carter no. dibert any right uh any any spicy stuff on the on the on the personal i mean <laughs> no, shut up. no actually shut no, no, no. Up. actually shut i do <clears throat> i do have some actually kind of cool things that are probably going to be coming out with some like name image and likeness stuff in the next probably month or so there you so that's go kinda cool. so that's kind of cool there you but, go there you go yes but Carter, thanks for coming on. Uh, I thanks don't have an me. I don't have an icebreaker question, so I'm gonna make something up. Um, so obviously in this episode we see Ezra's appearance change, right? Doesn't have the doesn't have the hair anymore. He's kind of grown. Oh, yeah. My question is, what character in the Star Wars universe has had the best glow up from one time that we've seen them to the next time we've seen them through passage of time? Is that even a question? 
How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. <laughs> you already mentioned him. You already mentioned him. Carter, go ahead. You already mentioned him. Getting rid of like the, the mop and and going into you know the nice buzz cut. He got the little scar now from Vader. It just the, the looks complete. Hey, nothing wrong with having mm-hmm. flow. Disagree. Hey, I have <laughs> like. What are you flow. saying that my flow isn't good enough for you right now? No, because you don't have that. Yeah, you remember my you flow from celebration? Do you not like that? Also, the green lightsaber, the the better lightsaber glow up. That is true. I I, I will say. I can't oh, God, I knew, I knew, I I knew that was coming. All right, we'll go to. Uh, <laughs> so Carter said. I Ezra, agree. And then we'll go to uh, Ryan. Uh, what was your? What do you think is which character had the best glow up? Uh, honestly, Ezra's pretty close, but I would say Kanan or like um Darth Man, uh, Ahsoka had a pretty nice glow up. That's like from one. from Clone Wars to Rebels, or just oh, for Clone Wars, for Ahsoka is basically from beginning to just how bad she is now. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, dear, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like like overall uh, glow up from being uh. I'm gonna say overall the most hated character. Uh, the most she annoying was, yeah. character. She was she was tagged <laughs> as one of the most hated uh characters when that movie came to out originally. One so. of the most beloved characters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just like, like overall. So like so- yeah. Ahsoka's just like the prequels. Only time time is of the essence. Yeah. Time time ages things. Yes. And, and the like prequels. The yeah, no, and I and I always say that. I think as the sequels, I think with Mando and like the Mandoverse, what they're trying to do, kind of helping the, and I say this every single time we talk about this, like somehow Palpatine returned. That's what the Mando stories are. Like Ahsoka is going to be the explanation of that. Mando, like all of these stories are going to Cohen's that that one statement, and it's going to make which, that one statement make sense. Which. I haven't gotten like I don't want to talk about Mando that much, but like I don't get the hate of last episode. No, basically it's just screaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are people are saying filler. Yeah, people are saying people are saying it was filler, and I'm like, no, you you don't have to justify that if it's filler or not. I mean, it's whatever. But I mean, according to all of us, it's not amazing episode. And and Mando is too good for it not to be filler. No, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, incredible episode. I thought. Yeah. Emily, who has the best glow up? Mm. Okay, I was also going to say Ahsoka because like in terms of also in terms of like appearance, like she she they they get rid of the freaking tube top, thank god. She mm-hmm. gets actual clothing. <laughs> um but also like appearance-wise, I think I have to go with Anakin, like episode 1 Anakin to episode 3 Anakin. That's exactly what I was Chef even kiss. even epi- even episode Chef two kiss. Anakin to episode three Anakin. Yeah. I think it's the flow. It's the flow, and that's why it's I completely flow. disagree. I think Ezra's buzz cut is an absolute travesty. 
I mean, I guess we'll see it in Ahsoka but, but, if he has but, the fun but, but I have to say, <laughs> Ezra. True. I think he grows from, back out. I think from the beginning of season three, Ezra does look, you know, more mature. And yes, looks oh, they, more they definitely did it. They did it for for story plot reasons yeah. as a way yeah. to be like he's he's not immature anymore. It's it's. it's uh, it serves its purpose. But... Yeah, and, and, and every single member of the ghost crew from the beginning of this season all had glow ups or little yeah. tiny details after the characters. Like Zeb has a little uh, Jupa on his outfit from you know the monster that swallowed him when they were on Celos. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hera has like these stars on her shoulder to signify that she's a captain, and uh, yeah, there's a, a bunch of just little details in mm-hmm. all the different designs for season three. So, well, Emily's um, still mine, so that's great. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, so we have we have Ezra, we have Ahsoka, and then we have Anakin for Emily. Cal, what's your? I'm honestly uh, surprised no one said Luke going from farm boy. Ah, to god Chanel damn boots, right? no! <laughs> you bastard! I mean, he went from scruffy Tatooine boy to mm-hmm. you know all black Jedi, uh, master. Jedi master. So and shorter haircut. Yeah, yeah, Chanel boots. And those boots. That that all black outfit is just. I was gonna start. With her, <laughs> I was gonna say it and start with I'm a basic bitch, Luke. <laughs> Fair. I'll, I'll take oh, it. Or are you calling me a basic bitch? No, See, we're this all. This is the problem. A... This is the problem with having the name Luke. I've done this to myself. <laughs> no. No, your parents did this to you. <laughs> they sabotaged you. Nah, that's okay. It that's has why I say. Hurts. That's why I tell Luke that I'm his dad. Also, one not because. <laughs> oh my god. Because it's you know, if, if you know you know. Luke, one franchise you're thriving, the other one you're not. Well, I just need. I just need Lord. I just need a Lord of the Rings character to be to be named Luke. To have <sighs> it. To have. I don't think that's gonna there. happen. <laughs> but, but hey, if that were hey. to happen, I'd I'd have the Holy Trinity. Just saying. That is true. Yeah, I mean, you did have House of the Dragon before he got swallowed alive, um, but uh, but I mean, hey, yeah, you you get there's not many Charlies in science fiction, so <laughs> there's no <laughs> Carpers. That's true, but Harrods, are you going with Luke too? Yeah, I'm going with Luke too. But I I, I was sitting on it and I was oh, like, ready. I, I got one. I got I got. I mean, one. I can I can swap out and let Harrods have that. I got another one. I'm so no, mine... no, I got another one because you're probably gonna <laughs> stake mine, so, Al. Probably. <laughs> So my <laughs> personal favorite glow up is Obi Wan from Episode One, to Episode Two. Fuck you! <laughs> Why is everybody exactly taking my goddamn answers? Hey Luke, hey so Luke, great. you asked the question, so <laughs> therefore you respond hey. last. Also, okay? damn it, Luke also is missing the idea that podcasts are all just a game of improv, and he's like, "No, I had everything pre-planned." <laughs> That's my life. Okay, now I gotta go on a wild card here. Obi Wan so from though. Revenge of the Sith to Kenobi because I personally. I was gonna say Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope. I'm like, what you I mean? Thought, Luke, Luke, I thought you were gonna go Kenobi episode one to six. Luke, you're cheating. You already said Obi Wan. No, but he he he. They had specific ones. Yeah. I personally, so I didn't like appreciate the mullet until I actually started growing it out and actually mm-hmm. enjoying it. Now I understand why people do it. Yeah, mullet. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty not. Much. That's not a mullet, mother. That's that's just a. That's just a long shag. hair. <laughs> hey, a you, is have a you guys? You, have you seen that tweet about like growing your hair out about Aragorn? Yeah, Luke, have you seen that one? 
Yes. Where it's like every man will momentarily hesitate when scheduling a haircut because deep down he feels that if he grows it out just a little longer, he can look exactly like Aragorn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that is what I would love to do, but it's yeah. just not realistic. It's not in the it's not in the cards. <laughs> what droid has the best glow up? <sighs> droid Rupio gets a red arm. I want to be like R five. Oh yeah, R five. Yeah. He gets cleaned up. He gets a purpose. He's a little scaredy cat. I think they they obviously he went with the right choice choosing R two, but uh, I was like, oh, he's actually he's looking good. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'd say definitely C three PO after that oil bath. Mm. (laughs) Which oil bath? The one after 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 the Lars family got him, like, oh, uh, this oil bath is going to feel think, so good. I think R two got the girl. I think when R2 he gets his gold plating in the 2003 Clone Wars. Yeah, no, it's definitely C three PO. Yeah, because yeah, 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 we see C three PO go from like wires and a skeleton to yeah, exactly. Yeah. Full, full protocol. Yeah, from episode one to two. Yeah, that's that's a that's not even just a glow up. That's just a patch up <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no i'm naked that's the best line in phantom menace and you cannot you, yeah. no actually <laughs> spinning that's a good trick that's another dude phantom menace There's has like low-key yeah, low good one-imers no. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, all right uh now that we've gotten the icebreaker question out of the way we're just gonna completely ignore everybody else's comments no i'm just kidding um <laughs> Uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't pull that up. Callus. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's surprised by that answer? Yeah, literally. With the mutton chops. Gold than red arm. Hey, yeah. speaking of callus, where's your mutton chops, Luke? Oh, shut up. celebration. No, 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 because guess what? She wouldn't like it. Well, then just eat the beard. Your callus is the beard. Luke. That's what she's trying to do. I said 2025, maybe. Luke, if you wanted an Obi-Wan mullet, you would slick the sides to where they're I not falling the over. I could slick the sides, but I don't have the product for it right now. Dude. But we're getting off topic. That's derailment. Well, everybody's arguing about hair. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, that's not nice. But we're going to get out of, out of talking pocket. about out of pocket. Uh, We're going to get out of talking <laughs> about <laughs> hair, and we're going to talk about the story of this episode. And because we have Carter, I am going to let Carter explain what happens in this arc. Hell no, this is your job. No, it's, it's, it's you, you got the floor now. I'm not Buster prepared. Boy. No, 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 no. Well, look, you want no, me to do the story then? Into this. If your whole no, plan was just job, divert Luke. it to divert. No, no, I was, I, not what? Pre- I was not prepared for this. Well, you not, you're the rebel stand. You should Luke, know everything that Luke, happened. Luke, 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 right. Luke, Luke, did you so, plan this or were you just going to divert to divert? No, I was literally, I literally thought about this last second. And I also think Luke, Luke, did you watch the episodes before? This? Yes, I did. Actually, I I'd write questions. Well, actually, that first question, powers. that first question, the first question that I'm gonna ask is 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 it? There's a story behind that, but we'll we'll get to it later. But all right, go ahead. Basically, how how in depth do I gotta go here? You don't have to whoa, go full whoa. in depth. You don't have to go full in depth. Keep it to like two minutes. Starting okay. now. So we have Ezra Sabine. 
Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is the source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Zeb, I believe, are going to free... Um, Hondo, because he is trapped with his little guy. I forget his name. Turbo. Um, and <laughs> right off the bat, we see Ezra's become a lot more powerful. Whatever. Ezra's a, a crazy hallway scene when he frees Hondo. It's actually the most underrated hallway scene in the entire saga. Don't at me about that. Um, Ezra has his new lightsaber. He then, R2-D2. Um. He then <laughs> starts controlling this. He starts controlling the ATST. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I've been actually playing with this uh, Sith holocron this whole time. And then Kanan's like, no, 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 you can't be doing that. And then Ezra's like, yes, I can. I don't like you anymore, Dad. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And, fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then, boom, Pre- um, Price drops the name. I want to work with the Seventh Fleet. Oh, my gosh. Everyone who read Thrawn's like, holy shit, you got to do it with Thrawn. You, you um, Ezra like, begins to take on like, more. Okay, as we begin to take on more responsibilities, <laughs> um, we introduce the Bendu. Kanan's like, oh my gosh, I can't see, but what am I going to do? And then the Bendu's like, <laughs> and then Thrawn's like, I am Grand Admiral Thrawn, and I predicted everything they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Bam. Bam. That was the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's pretty good. I'm pretty so good. glad. I, I'm so glad I did that. Also, so that, was good. Good. that was good. Not to derail the show, but this is hilarious. Carter does the story. Cal does the lore. Cal does interconnectedness. Natalie does three attorney facts. Problem solved. That's fair. But for being put on the spot, that was all right, Emily. I'm sending you the doc for my facts. No, no. I will say. I will say. I will say this. Cal four will be hosting. Will be part of the gang for an episode. Because I need a break. <laughs> that, and, I, and, and, and I've been on almost every episode for almost everything. So, except for one episode for Podlons. So, I just, I need a break, but I don't want to put the schedule off. So, because I'm meticulous. But anyway, uh, so the first question I have. Um, so, obviously, as Carter said earlier, Ezra has been screwing around with the Sith Holocron, right? And it has given power and knowledge for him to win battles, right? Uh, so my first question is, how does Ezra's encounter with the Sith Holocron in this arc impact his journey uh, towards mastering the Force, and how does it shape his relationships with the Ghost crew? Hmm. I think it affects yeah, who goes first? story a lot because <laughs> who first? The, <laughs> last time we saw Ezra, Carter, uh, the last time we saw Ezra, he's kind of getting bitched around by Vader, 
And I feel like that is really like a reality check to him. But instead of taking it the mature way and like learning from his mistakes through the light side, he's kind of trying to take the little cheat, the cheat way and just um, averting right to the dark side and using that Sith holocron. And I think it's actually very important to his story because he almost needs this. Because if he doesn't have this time period where he is kind of in the dark side, I don't think he would be able to mature like he does in season four and ultimately make that sacrifice and turn down his parents. And I, I don't think all of that would happen if he didn't dabble in the dark side and realize why that was wrong. So I think it's very important for his journey. You should go to Cal next because he raised his hand. Like, well, yeah, Cal, go ahead. Um, no, I, honestly, I think as with the dark side is with everybody, right? It's it's the the allure of power, and after you know getting bodied by Vader, he's he's very much like, I need to be stronger so I can save people. Um, so he's doing it for the right reasons, but he clings on to this concept of power as it's the only solution and then by the end of of the episode kind of being rescued by Kanan in the end or I think this might technically be the, the second episode um, he, he very much so realizes he's in over his head um, yeah. that it is being overconfident in this newfound power and not actually having the experience to, to deal with everything and kind of taking that power trip um, is just like a head rush and just keep going, you know, action after action after action until he, you know, paints himself into a corner and he's left without options. Um, so I, I just think it's it's one of those things for him, like Carter was kind of saying, is he needs it to realize that the quick and easy path that is the dark side can lead you to being overconfident, which is a flimsy defense to rely on all of the time uh, because then you get yourself into to dangerous situations and you push yourself too far uh, in that pursuit and put, winds up putting other people he cared about in danger to begin with too. So it ends with, you know, a demotion for him through everything. But it, I think it is like his first taste of like, this really isn't the path I should be pursuing. No, absolutely. Emily? Okay, I think I think it's important because I think it's what makes him and Kanan, in my opinion, like the best and strongest Jedi. Because instead of like the dark side being this, like it was for Anakin, this last resort, this is like, this is my last ditch chance to getting where I want to be. He gets it, this access to the dark side pretty early on. And because it's like, his choice and it's not something that's kind of forced upon him i feel like he that's why he's able to kind of realize that this is the wrong path um and like turn away from it whereas like if he if it had always if he had been you know like the jedi were like basically drilled into their heads since birth that like you can't use the dark side i think it would have been it's like you know, you, you want what you can't have. It's like this allure, this, Mm -hmm. it's like, Hmm, this is really powerful. Why can't we use this? And like, he hasn't had that information. So I think him using the dark side, I mean, 
he's doing it for the right reasons. It misguides him. He learns from it in just like a course of an episode. And it ends up not being, you know, the worst thing ever and leading to a, you know, decades long torturous life. And I think that's what makes him a really strong Jedi in the end. Yeah. DePaul? So... You just got the news, and you're that's what you're focusing on. Yeah, it messed me up. Freaking Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that messed me up. Sorry. Uh, what was the question again? Oh. That really messed me uh, up. Uh, okay, hold on. Audible. How, how does uh, Ezra's encounter with the Sith Holocron in this arc impact his journey towards mastering the Force, and how does it shape his relationship with the Ghost crew? Ah, okay, cool. So, it affects me a lot. Like, like kind of like what Emily said, it almost had the same effect it had, how it had on Anakin um, with the whole, I need to get more power. Because like, like y'all said, he's got, they got their butts whipped by Vader, slapped around, literally tossed around like a ragdoll. So, Ezra is having that uh, traumatic feeling already because he already lost his family because he was too young. And he's like, he has that feeling that, Hey, I can't do anything. I'm weak. I'm people are, are um, I'm dependent on people, but I shouldn't be like this. So I gotta get stronger no matter what. Fast. So he started to fall into the drug of the dark side, and but luckily, I think the the ghost the the, the ghost crew actually helped him get out of it because they acknowledged and said, "Hey, what's going on with you?" And mm-hmm. they kind of distanced themselves, like we don't like this person, and you don't need this. So to um, be okay, we we got your back. We're family. It's not just yourself. Yeah. So um, I think it affected him with the, the crew uh, to the point that it actually made them stronger in the long run, rather than um, tearing them apart. Yeah, uh, um, push them away or tearing tear them apart. So, but it was concerning. I'm just like the in the first uh, part of these two episodes, like. Everybody noticed. Is like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. bruh. He didn't teach you that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. bro. Hondo says, "Is that Ezra?" Or something yeah. like, like that. Yeah, yeah he wasn't recognizable. Like, oh, yeah, he said, "Is that really haircut? Ezra?" Uh-huh, he's yeah. like, yeah. a little edgy. You know what's going on with him? I don't know him. Name my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate I'm doing this because every single time I get a chance to bring it up, I usually just dunk on it as hard as I can. But I mean, Rebels does it itself and just like kind of subverts it because if you think about it, they're trying to set you up for this trope of like, oh, look, Ezra's going dark, he's going edgy, he's mm-hmm. ripping ATATs out of the like and pushing it over, Kanan mm-hmm. is blind, he's and he's like questioning himself. They're mm-hmm. basically doing Force Unleash and then subverting your expectations and going the other way. If you think about it, that's fair. Because they're doing that on purpose on a, with Ezra being shaved, Kanan being blind, be like Rom Coda. Like, yeah, doing that's that on purpose. I, I, I will admit, when I first saw it and did videos on it for a channel that will not be named, uh, um, uh, I, I was like, basically, like, is he Rom Coda now? Like, Rom, like, just because he was blind, it was, it was a whole phase. But. but- no, like- <laughs> They set you up for that expectation because they kind of yeah. like shape his arc in season three, starting that way, and then he develops yeah. and becomes a comp- like, yeah, he, better. he, yeah, yeah, he, he does uh, come out of that. Speaking of Kanan, 
Uh, in this arc, we get to meet the Bendu, uh, which mm. is the middle. Um, this was a this is the this is a big thing in George's lore, right? And Dave, I'm sure Char is probably gonna talk about, it, so I won't go into it into length. But basically, actually, my question... no, go ahead. None of my facts have anything to do with the Bendu. Go ahead. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, basically, he says the Ashla. Uh, no, mm-hmm. not the Ashla. Yeah, no, he says the Ashla. The Ashla and the Bogan. Bogan. So those were the original like thoughts in the first script of Star Wars. The light and the dark side weren't always called that. They were called the the Boga and the and the Ashla originally. Um and Dave really did a deep dive and and kind of like wanted to bring those back out and the Bendu is perfect because he Kanan's struggle throughout this this arc is trusting his senses. Right. He he was able to trust his senses against Maul, but then it's almost like he thought it was a fluke. Right. So my question is, uh, in this arc, we meet the Bendu. Uh, he's trying to connect to Kanan by teaching him that is that his sight doesn't that, that he doesn't need his sight to be a Jedi. How do you think this interaction helps Kanan in this arc and through the series as a whole? Now go. Um, I, I mean, I think it, it, it harkens back to some of the philosophy of like, not everything is as it seems, and that his eyes deceive him a lot of times as well. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. it happens to everybody. Um, and it's something that, like, even like talking in therapy about stuff, like, a lot of your perception will create false anxieties in you that you see something and you immediately perceive it a certain way, almost like a snap judgment, but that's not actually what's going on in the situation. And now you're bent out of shape because of it. And your perceive your perception of everything is not in tune with what's actually happening at all. And you even see him, you know, push back at it. Like I have no sight, like it's been mm-hmm. robbed from me. And when he even alludes to like, Oh, you know, you, your, your vision or your ability to, to perceive things can be restored, he's immediately thinking, oh, my eyesight. And it's like, no, your ability to perceive the world and take it for what it is can be restored. Um, just because he was so distraught by all of it um, and, and taking it at face value of just being blind at that point, seeing as that as his only way to perceive the world. Um, and I think that's one of the, the more beautiful things with this arc in general is it just shows that like seeing doesn't mean believing and you can still, you know, believe in things, even though you can't see it, you can still live your life through the world without being able to see, but still being able to perceive just as much, if not more, uh, just by actually being in tune with everything. So I think it was just something that was really poetic to happen to a character that was struggling with like, themselves in general like very low self-confidence that he's even capable of being uh you know a master to an apprentice a knight at all so for him to go through this whole experience is like it's perfect and and i think that's Mm -hmm. kind of building off what you were talking about it's what makes kanan really special is him not being like just because he's a master or a knight or whatever um doesn't mean that he can't learn and i think that's something that's very important to him is he's he's 
automatically learning from the Bendu. And then the Bendu is even telling him, look at Ezra, like Ezra can kind of teach you too. And I think that's something that really, once you kind of keep going in season three is a theme that keeps showing up is that Kanan learns from the Bendu. He learns from Ezra. He learns from um, Sabine. He keeps learning from these things. And I think the Bendu just kind of starts to make him realize that he can learn from everybody around him. That makes him the character that he is. It's even a theme we see in like uh, Rise of Skywalker with Luke and Rey too, mm-hmm. right? Is is the the master still learning from the failure of it all, yeah. and learning from the person he was trying to teach? Absolutely. I also like how the Bendu says the use of an object cannot make you good or evil. Because when mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, he's using a Sith holocron," he's like, "The, the use of an object doesn't make you good or evil." I really like that. that. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I mean, um, you guys are on point with it. It's just, it's that whole scene. First of all, I love the Bindu. I hope oh, Dave needs to hurt and freaking give us some more lore or some more, uh, just a whole series around that or some, a, a good season, an arc, because I, I need some more with the Bindu. <laughs> so, um, but just the fact that they use this and the lovely thing is that what, what um, George says, Star Wars rhymes no matter what this is an ongoing theme it's poetry it's an ongoing theme in uh star wars and it's like like y'all said master teacher you just because you're a master doesn't mean that you can't be taught something new and kanan it's funny because i think this is why this one hits like uh, the rebels hit so hard because it it touches on so many things personally with me you know and i guess it goes deep just as perception like even like People look at me and maybe think I'm successful. I look at myself and I'm like, nah, I'm just me. <laughs> I'm I'm normal. I'm like, no, I, I I got a lot. I'm not successful. Look at this person, because like, and Kanan probably compares himself to like Master Yoda or his um um uh, Master uh Debababa. 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 I don't know. Debababa. Debababa. So he probably compares him to uh, that. Those are masters. But that's the thing is that every master is different. So you can't, um, don't compare yourself to that one. Um, you be your own person because you are successful in your own way. So uh, this episode just hits so many ways. And that's the uh, the whole um, perception that Kanan had to learn from the Bindu is like, I can perceive certain things. And just because I see somebody else as a master doesn't mean that I'm lesser and I can see other ways. I don't have to use the old perception ways of uh, sight. I'm still as, I'm still whole. You know, mm-hmm. I might make people may think I'm broken. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, I let me add. So the episode, so this arc came out September of 2016, and then Rogue One came out December of 2016, where we meet mm-hmm. Shiradimwe, who is mm-hmm. also, you know, he, he doesn't have eyesight, uh-huh. and uh, but he also follows the Force. And, and this is a neat way to kind of connect the idea that you can use the force to see things in a very unique way. And mm-hmm. what made mm-hmm. Shirat so cool was because he was a Zamo, Zamashiwo martial artist. So Zamashiwo was, you're able to alter your heart rates and oxygen intake, and it would basically give you superhuman powers. And not only was he not, you know, a Jedi, but he essentially was with his ability to see his surroundings by by just pure sense and yeah. and you see the way he took out those stormtroopers when yeah. they were on Jeddah. like it was light work mm-hmm. and yeah. 
so this is also one of those connective moments where you don't need eyesight to see. Could have could have used that. Could have used that for interconnectedness, but you went with Thrawn, loser. Yeah, Harith went with the blue guy. What's your thoughts? On the Bendu or on Kanan just everything. Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I love the Bendu. I love the quote where he's like the Ash is the light, the Bogan's the dark, and I am the middle. Like I just I love I love the lore, the like bringing in this this stuff that we didn't know we wanted to know about mm -hmm. the force and how it works is really important. And I mean like everybody kind of touched on it how Kanan is not just, you know, has lost his eyesight, but he's since the beginning has been struggling with his like feelings of worthiness and being a teacher to Ezra. And then they've both hit this really low point. Like you know, Ezra turns to the Sith holocron and Kanan kind of isolates himself, feels like he's a failure and is mourning the loss of his eyesight, which is, I mean, fair. <laughs> but like he, the way that the Bendu is able to kind of help him through this and show him that actually sight through the force is more valuable than his eyesight. Because when he just saw the spiders, he was frightened of them. He saw them as an enemy and you know, he still sees them with his other senses, like the Bendu points out, like smell and hearing. But he, when he realizes that they are reacting to his own energy, I feel like that's what clicks for him. And that's what, I mean, I've I said it once, I'll say it a million times, like Kanan and Ezra being separate, like still being Jedi, but not being in the like rigidity of the Jedi order and being outside of those teachings and being able to like Kanan learning from Ezra and being open to those ideas is what makes them the best Jedi. And what makes them stronger is like Ezra is able to experiment with the dark side where he wouldn't have Kanan is able to learn from other people that he wouldn't have if they hadn't been in this, scenario and i think the bendu i mean like everybody said is kind of crucial in that journey how long was neil armstrong actually on the moon when did europe start speaking english did marco polo really go to china curiosity stream is the streaming service for all things history plus science wildlife and more what's the real story behind the mona lisa we've got that what caused the collapse of rome we know where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor come find out for the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Oh, 1,000%. Oh, and just to make... So this is where like Luke and I have very, very similar feelings on some things. Luke hates it when things are called filler. I hate it when the Bendu is considered a gray Jedi because gray Jedi don't oh. exist. Oh, he's <laughs> that's just why he, I knew I was the other lady. He's just a force entity. Yeah. He does not follow either side. Oh, he is the middle. 
that's not he's great. the guy riding down the he's, river he's, in like the inner tube with just like a drink just like yeah this is great yeah he's got a he's got a he's got a bud light and he's like passed out because he's been and he's sunburnt to shit not gonna lie char <laughs> i was gonna he's, he's, he's just an ancient long. being that follows yeah. the force yeah. bendu is a separate a separate yeah. category. Yeah. Not gonna lie, Char. I was waiting for someone to do it. I was like, all right, who's gonna do it? Someone's gonna no, no, do no. it on this panel. I gray Jedi don't exist and will never exist. Yeah. So for everyone who says the Bendu is a gray Jedi, no, it's, it's whenever not, it's not people true. say it's... whenever people say Ahsoka is a gray Jedi, I like uh, die a little bit inside. Because her robes are gray. No. Yeah, that's the whole reason why the term even exists. Well, I like begin with, I yeah, like Ahsoka fell to the dark side. Please remind me. I like the point of like the Ashla being the light side, is that's the yes. you know the pseudonym that she uses and also the morai landing on bendu i think it's just again showing the connectedness of ahsoka and like her role in yeah. all of this but yeah, i just like just... ashla is literally pure light side like yep. that's yeah ahsoka. i mean yeah <laughs> like you mentioned that was her 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 uh, that's her, her, her hidden pseudonym. name in Tales like, of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well i was about to say did you guys see um morai in the episode mm-hmm. yeah i don't think it was morai it was the same it was the species. same species Mor- morai's mm-hmm. green and white that that one was mm-hmm. brown and white uh, but i also think well i mean you've heard me talk about it on mystery chopper base unless more i could change colors that's pretty supposed cool. to interact with the bendu so it would make sense that the mm-hmm. morai yes. would lead kanan yeah. bendu like yeah that does make sense because it would be like at this point mm-hmm. we don't know what happened to we we don't know how we mm-hmm. well we do but we don't like well more i was more i appeared after the world between worlds yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. or it appeared yeah, yeah. yeah. Luke, cue the Ahsoka Lives t-shirt. Who, where's Filoni? Is he gonna walk out with it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, someone did Ahsoka Lives. That was that was a, that was that was a wild time. But that's gonna be it for my segment. Uh, now it's time to get into the lore of the episode. Way to segue me in. Don't don't worry. We'll talk about Thrawn. That is right. The three interesting facts are insignificant next to the power of the lore. All right. In today's lore, first steps into shadow is dark side temptations. Oh, get crazy. Get excited. Oh, yeah. Do the power. You're going to re- you're gonna have to really top last week's because last week's question was phenomenal. Oh, no. Last week was just a make you guys emotional as a teaser (laughs) (laughs) all right so this week's lore is dark side temptations in this episode we see ezra begin to be ambitious and selfish which was a result of him using the sith holocron you can see his attitude change when he was talking to sabine on their mission and the way that they went on about it and it it really fleshed out in this in this arc and throughout star wars we've seen jedi tap into the seduction of the dark side some examples Yoda finding the dark side version of himself in the wellspring of life during season six of the Clone Wars. Seer Junda cutting herself off from the force due to her embracing the dark side after being tortured into revealing where her apprentice Trilla Siduri is located, which we all know what happened to Trilla. Rey using force lightning and fighting her dark side persona in the Rise of Skywalker. Mace Windu as a Padawan had serious frustration and patience problems, which his Jedi Master Sislin Murr helped him harbor those issues into something good. Luke Skywalker hitting Darth Vader in a submission with his lightsaber in the Death Star throne room. Which, I mean, if you didn't look at the right hand, you know, what, 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 you know, what could have happened? And uh, I would also mention Anakin, but there are way too many moments where he fell to the dark side. <laughs> um, yeah. that, that's just the character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. 
But um, out of all of those moments in Star Wars, which which Jedi that never fell to the dark side do you think was closest to falling to the dark side? Um, Carter, don't say Ezra. Don't say Ezra. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why? But, um, damn it. Damn it. I forget his name. I think he actually did fall to the dark side, though. Yeah, there you go. Quinlan Falls. Quinlan, Quinlan, Quinlan. Yeah, he does, but he, but it's not like. But he came back. Yeah, he came back. So. Luke, he fell straight Luke, up. Don't play the card of he did. Oh, he, he, he fell. fell. He straight up fell. He plunged in like like Mando plunged into the the, the waters. Yeah. <laughs> but he plunged. He plunged, <laughs> he plunged into something else. That he did. Okay. <laughs> On a rock, oh my too. god! Okay, now we can on start. A a Sorry, a Emily. Counter for Luke. Fat Luke. <laughs> we can set a fair counter for him. Where's the bonk emote? Oh my god! Don't have that. Wait, Luke is getting bonked. I thought Luke is the bonker on Bad Batch. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Make You've been corrupted blush. by the feralness like all of us. <laughs> oh but no! Uh, but seriously, I think uh, Quinlan. But if he's not on, quite. Uh, oh, Legend. I don't know that one. So. Yeah, I was in the Jedi Apprentice books. Hmm, okay. I don't remember correctly. Yeah, check that one's out. But um, yeah, Quinlan Voss for me. But um, if, you, if you're not talking about those originals, going with the ones that you uh, named, um, I, I would say that Luke probably fell more times than um, um once. But he just don't know about all of them. Besides, in the sequels too, he he fell in the sequels too. Um. To the dark side. <laughs> I mean, he's about to strike uh, Kylo Ren. That was a. Hey, he had to think. Say, like, chill, chill. <laughs> I can't kill this boy. This is not cool. He's my nephew. It's not his fault. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, I think Luke fell fell the hardest out of all of them because he beat the brakes off of Vader, and then. I think we'll get more story of him when he as he's um, going and developing his Jedi temple and everything like that. Like that. But criminal laws within Luke, I will say that. And until Char Char comes back, um, so next, uh, Emily, what do you think? <laughs> I I don't know a lot about. I don't know a lot about this one, but I'm gonna say, just going with gut instinct, I'm just gonna say Ray, because I feel like learning about her lineage, um, and also like okay, just personally, um, Kylo offering her his hand, that had to be hella tempting. Like I can't imagine how hard she would have had to have resisted when he in that throne room scene. So like that to me is a pretty big that's a pretty big risk. Emily, would um, you would you have taken his hand? Yes. <laughs> yes <I would> <laughs> the same with Galadriel and Halbrand and Raven Power, Beer uh, Queen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Ray got that got the hand touch and she was like, you know that's the one thing me and Emily do not agree on, but that's okay. <laughs> But anyway, so I don't know. I I feel like she's got a lot of temptation, and also like already being able to like tap into this this dark side power because of her grandfather. I'm just like, why not just use it? Like I don't know. I feel like the the temptation for her had to have been worse than it was portrayed 
Oh, I, I mean, honestly, I think it was portrayed really well, especially with that scene mm-hmm. with Luke when she's like feeling mm-hmm. the presence of the force on Octo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You literally just said, Screw it, I'm going right to the dark side. What yeah, the heck? I thought you were going to do the scene of uh, when Ray and Ben are hand touching other reference and Luke's like, Stop! Chris said, Yeah, uh, that also. The dark side falling. Uh, There's a lot of moments. Depends on how far. Because I mean, because yeah. I mean, you, you can you can feel the dark side. I feel like, but that doesn't mean like, like you commitment. completely fell. Yeah. Like Anakin fell to the dark side. Yeah, yeah. true, um, true. Kyle uh, Ben Solo fell to the dark side. Yeah, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think there was I, one time where Obi Wan did. Obi Wan did fall to the dark side. I was I mean, gonna. There was, I was, I was there was two go moments, to... and they both had to do with Maul. Um, when yeah, when Maul was taunting him about are, are, killing Qui Gon. Are you just gonna go ahead and steal my? answer because that's exactly what we've we've already done this i have a great answer and then there's also a time where the same here where obi-wan wait let's see why why when satine was killed i'll wait for kyle to go and he had a moment where he had a like remember himself I think Obi Wan would have been the most dangerous had he. Oh, absolutely! To the dark side. Like that man yes. lost so much; yeah. he had every oh, yeah. freaking really right That's to just rain spice. hellfire on yeah. everybody. Yep. I couldn't do yep. it. I, I would have. I, I would slashed everybody up. I mean, the whole room. Right. <laughs> that's, that's the point of his character is to, to mirror the, a lot of the same loss that Anakin had to deal with, and but show the, that like he yeah. could still be resolute throughout. Right. Uh, yep. Well, dang! Like all of the ones that I was thinking of were taken, so I'm just gonna go back <laughs> to, to, to Luke, I guess. Because like with with Luke as well, there's the initial revelation that the rebels are kind of, you know, doomed, and he immediately ignites his lightsaber and swings on Palpatine, only to be blocked by Vader. And especially with knowing what we now know with Rise of Skywalker, um that was kind of all part of the plan, right? Was for somebody to strike him down and for him to like essentially take over that person. Um, so it's, it, it, for me really feels like that was him committing to just being done with it and, and committing to just, I, you know what? Violence is the only solution. Cause then immediately right after that, we have that scene with him invader where he's completely, losing it and it's not until he realizes he's becoming exactly what he's trying to stop that he stops i will stand by um, this if palpatine didn't say a word in that scene luke would have fell if he just shut yeah. up and just sat there and just let it happen what no i mean if, if vader wasn't there would have it would have happened no man the, like yeah. luke slashing on vader when when like palpatine's like good leia would have been the most dangerous if she felt maybe mm. No, I did no, I no. You would have had Anakin two point oh. And also, remembering like Obi Wan would have fallen a third time. I mean, when he went all Avatar mode on Vader on Jabim. I mean, he went hard and the motherfucking. He really yeah. He he, he went pretty well. Like Anakin, like not gonna lie, not that smart. He's he's very quick to adapt. Oh yeah, very very you know uh, reactive. Leia's so Palpatine 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, She's, that would be she would be the embodiment. Like Anakin is just yeah. like rage, like anger, slashing, mm-hmm. you know, brute force. Leia would have been like the peak of feminine rage, which is just like yes. violent, 
calculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly what Bill said. Exactly what Bill said. Emily, Emily, no. no. I don't no. know. Don't what, don't give bro. me nightmares, please. What you, what you see is saying, like, I'm afraid of my mom more than I'm afraid of my dad because yeah. my, I know my dad can hurt me more, but it was just something that, like, but I don't your know. Your mom is mad. Like, that is <laughs> the and and plague into your house. Yes. Yeah. You, can, you can get past physical pain, but it's the the everything on the inside hurting all of the time that Man, uh, it's going to hit yeah. your head, your heart, and your yeah. body. It's like, what the? And then <laughs> not also physical because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carter? I bet we have the same one. I'm not going for fall. I'm going no, for I, I say you guys. I say you guys say it and in, in ready. I'm going to count down right. to three. You guys are going to say it. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Elder. Mr. Tommy from The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. That is a good one. That is a, that's a super. Oh I couldn't even. That is a good one. I wish I'm kicking myself oh, for not taking that one. That's, that's actually <laughs> crazy that, that you two said the exact same one, which and I mean. All right, that's a bit. That was a moment. That was a bit much. That was good. That was good. Yeah. No, but I you're mean, absolutely right. Elzar is true. Good. He pulls down an entire floating island. Like, yeah. I, when well, he I'm, taps in, that man would, would. Rising Storm is bad, bad but Fallen Star is also just Fallen as good. Yeah. I, I think. The moment. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think with him specifically, too, that's such a good example because he even wholeheartedly says it like straight out yeah like i have a problem i need help yeah he's, he's, he's <laughs> what anakin night. it's he's what yeah. anakin should have been because yeah. he felt comfortable saying i have a problem anakin couldn't say no. that because no. of how skewed the jedi were which is why mm-hmm. elzar doesn't yeah no that, that's that's a, that's a that's a good answer you two that's a really no. good answer. Luke, you know me as the number one Elzar stand. I always get any opportunity. Like, that, that, that's, fair. That, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Really wasn't, well. wasn't it you and I at Celebration that got that picture with that guy cosplaying as Elzar Man? No, it wasn't me. Who was it with? I wish I'm, I was. I'm, I'm trying to remember I who it was because I, I was with somebody. Oh, no, I think it was, I think it was Pat. Maybe it was Pat. Yeah. Well, Pat and chat. Confirm. I don't know, Pat and Pat, let me know if it was you that I remember when we ran into that uh, Elzar man. Pat has so much built-up rage. If he turned, he would be bad, too. Mm. Yeah, Belt, yeah, yeah. You know, the higher public did. Didn't Bell just sit in the corner for phase three, have a little therapy session, and just have a little bit of, like, he's gone away from everything? Elzar's talking to him. He's like, dude, man, don't don't go down that path, man. It's wild. (laughs) <laughs> if we got Legends Luke in canon, I feel like uh, fuck Legends. It would have been dude. way worse. So I'm wholeheartedly saying fuck Legends Luke because, like, I'm I mean, sorry. if if we got Legends Luke in the Last it's Jedi, and not the one that we got. No, no. there no, would have been just, maybe three times more people extreme. pissed off about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, just riots in the street. Yeah, it's just <laughs> that's that's the main reason I hate Legends. If I'm gonna be completely honest. Is that Pat? Concept. It was you. I knew okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I All remember right. we were walking out that patio. That's that's right. Char. Yeah. Actually, I don't, I don't. I don't have one. So go ahead. Look, find one. I'm giving you 20 seconds. <laughs> just, just say Luke. <laughs> oh no. 
No, I kind of like the whole Leia vibe, though. Leia would be... Leia, Leia wasn't close to it, though. It's, it's who... Yeah. Who was? I, I, y'all took all the good answers, Ezra. and I can't think of... No! I'm not going to say Ezra. Fine, Ezra Picker. Who, I, I'm not going to elaborate, but yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh my god! But anyway, all right. With that, with that out of the way, control animals. Imagine just a fleet of purples. Ooh, ooh, like ooh! Actually, a Cal army. Cal Kestis. Actually, that Cal Kestis. That's a good you know one. what? That's a good yeah. one. That is a good one. See, yeah, I you. see that Aaron next a um, of the game. Yeah, yes. a vision Screw you, Carter. You weren't gonna. Yeah. Also, I found a not even just not even just the vision. Also, the scene of like when uh, Cal is fighting Jaro Paul. He's like, no, and he crashes like the lightsaber and like freaks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it. it, it Cal would have been an interesting uh, if he would have fell. Nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Is that it for your segment there, Char Boy? That is it for uh, the lore segment. Uh, now we move into Herod's segment with the interconnectedness. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Like before I said at the start, beginning. Before we, oh. before we start, before we start. <laughs> all right, I demand that if you are going to make this a Thrawn, like if you're going to make all of season three and all of season four, what's Thrawn doing? We're changing interconnective to interconnectedness to what the fuck is Thrawn doing? I literally was gonna say that, and you just took the words right out of my mouth. And also, well, I'm, I was gonna read my Bale's comment again. That's at the Battle of Batu. I was the Battle of Batan. But I know he's about to. Be... I mean, Carter's read it. Cal has read it. Emily, <laughs> have you read 2017 Thrawn? No. DePaul, have you read 2017 oh, Thrawn? I have not. Well, because Carter and I are just in Cal talking about it. Oh, oh yes, sir. <laughs> just take out 20% of our whole panel here. <laughs> Yo, that's what I do not, best. It, it, it's been six years. We're okay. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's the price we pay. As referenced by Gre- Pry. Well, wait, well, my brain is just saying yeah. not to work. Yeah, we got Pride referencing the Seventh Fleet at the beginning of the episode, and then we get the Battle of Baton. With the context of 2017 Thrawn, now that we know what he was doing during those 10 years, and during season one and season two of Rebels, how does this affect your viewing of this episode with this introduction? For those that have read it. I, I think it's a, it actually adds a lot to the story. Um, I know that, so this one is the sec, second or third time I've seen this episode since I've read it. And like now knowing everything he's done, I don't know. It's just like even it's kind of the same thing with Hera and Kanan after reading A New Dawn. Like just having that extra backstory just makes you like feel good. And whenever they actually like have a one-liner, like him mentioning the Battle of Baton, like it's pretty cool. Yeah, and then and, and, and then also when... real quick, and also um knowing the relationship that Thrawn and Price have and seeing them start and build that relationship up until this point definitely gives a lot of backstory and um yeah also it, it's, it just adds a lot to the story it's also the fact that we know at the epilogue of it 
because he's like, ah, I just got promoted to the Grand Admiral. And we know mm-hmm. why he got promoted to the Grand Admiral, the Battle of Baton. Mm-hmm. And also he just had a conversation yeah. with Palpatine and he gave him his little white uniform. He's like, listen, you're now with us. It's like Gordon Ramsay yeah. giving someone a black jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, I had that, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme moment when Price was talking to Tarkin and she was like, I need the seventh, the seventh fleet. I was like, <laughs> I know what they're talking about. Yeah, but you should, for those that haven't read the the Thrawn novel, it's, it's basically how Thrawn gets into the Empire and gets to the top and kind of learns. He's he's he's. It's how they. It's like the inner, obviously Harris thing, interconnectedness of why he acts the way he does in Rebels. It's it, the explanation of his character. Well, you, if, if I were you, I would read Thrawn 2017. Especially before Ahsoka. You, you don't need to read Alliances. And then, <laughs> that's canon. I, I didn't just read Alliances. <laughs> Thank you, Cal. No, I just did it to make... <laughs> oh, no, but honestly, I think listen to the audiobook because Mark Thompson's uh, impression of Anakin trying to pronounce uh, Thrawn's actual name. Thrawn Yoroto. Like, yeah, that's what I said. Mithron Yeroda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's very great. Anakin. <laughs> it is great. But um uh it, like not okay, maybe I will tell the story. So I was with V and Alanis uh at a bar. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance. But one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. We were shit canned. And V is the number one Thrawn stand. Like, nobody can take that away from her. Yeah. She is number one. And then I would say Alanis <laughs> number two. Like, 
And she was like, you don't even know how to pronounce his name. And it was literally like that saying in the sh- in that audiobook. I was like, Mithran Urododo. And she's like, you're saying it wrong. Say it again. And it was in the middle of a bar. We were sitting in a booth. It was me, V's husband, and Alanis. And I was just like, they were just cracking up laughing. I had- <laughs> but, That's pretty great. Yeah, it's uh, Thrawn is interesting when he shows up. But DePaul and, and Emily, uh, yeah. what, were, what were your kind of reactions when you saw Thrawn uh, show up? I forgot this was his introduction, TBH. I saw him and I was like, oh, it's Thrawn. <laughs> I didn't know I forgot. Yeah. It's, it's a blue guy. <laughs> I also but I mean, remember... he's definitely pretty scary. Like, you, you get the sense that, like, he's a he's a calculating dude. Mm-hmm. He, he reminds me of the, um, if you're a Marvel fan, Sinister in the Marvel. Yeah, he's just he's just very sinister and like snake snake like and like silly mm-hmm. and just like like I, I can say this almost like a child molester vibe. I'm like, bro, like you eat oh you creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so he talks like well the fact that he like correctly predicts what's about to happen. You're like he knows okay. what you're doing. That he's, part was crazy. Like he knows what yes, you're gonna like, do before you're gonna do it. Like that's scary as shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he gave me a creepy vibe, but he is a Oh, tacticianist and distract. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. Does he is he using the force? Or what is going on with him? Like, mm-hmm. what does he know? He, he is smart <laughs> yes, as yeah. loud beep. Yeah, no, he he is intensely smart when it comes to like actions and decision making and strategy. But when it comes to like actually talking to people, he he's not the greatest. He has, he has and no even like politics, politics. he hates it. He yeah. takes everything and everybody very, says like, at face value and like, like sociopath vibes. Like it's like he's mm-hmm. really smart and he's really focused on one thing, but like social skills and everything else, mm-hmm. he's like he doesn't got that. Like what what I love about Thrawn is just the like I think he's just best in book formats because the way Zon mm-hmm. just writes his brain and how it works yeah. or like the, what he does a lot is, is he'll put you in another person's point of view and you just don't know what Thrawn's thinking half the time and you're just mm-hmm. sitting with this person going what is he gonna do? Harris, I think that's a really good point because for the longest time, uh, having read the Thrawn books and seen the show, I felt like there was a very weird difference between the two. I'm like, he seems much more, like, full of malice in the show. But that's because we don't have that internal monologue of what all he's thinking about. Yeah. And, like, what all he's he's planning and what all he's reacting to and stuff like that. So that's something that, in book form, you're just going to get a different perspective. And realize that he doesn't do things with malice. He does it purely based on, like, logic and getting the results mm-hmm. and the answers. Yeah, and so he seems much more like altruistic and like straightforward. Wants to get it done right, and like obviously the books are framed from his perspective to try and paint him as like the main character. Um, But I remember the there's a scene later in Rebels. I'm like, I don't feel like he would have done that, but we don't know everything that's going through his mind at the time and stuff like that too. So it 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 is Mm -hmm. interesting to just get. I would run. I would say that the only other villain that can kind of be in that same tier of like tactician and kind of playing the game is Tarkin. Mm-hmm. Tarkin, Tar- I would say Tarkin is better 
at it because of the political standpoint. If you gave Thrawn the political savvy of Tark of Tarkin, he would be on. He would be unstoppable. Whoa, that's that's that is Thrawn's main. But if you gave Tarkin the tactician, Tarkin, that... Tarkin doesn't need oh. a tactician. He's ar- He's as good as Thrawn. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't say this is good, but he's good. good. That is no he, he can handle. He can he can handle his own. Uh, oh yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's, it's one a one b. I would say Thrawn is a little bit better than Tarkin, just for a fact that like Tarkin's co- is super cocky. Thrawn got cocky, but he still he he didn't even get cocky. He got outwitted. Thrawn, if you give Thrawn the Death Star. He's he wouldn't want it. Yeah, he doesn't want it. He wants tight defender all the way, baby. Yeah, he wants a rebel like, fleet, not a single and, base. But you also you, have to. You also Tarkin's position, like he's not messing up. I feel like. But I also think. But I also think that you also have to look at it from a standpoint. Yes, both. And it's funny because you. It's not really fair to say that one is better than the other, or or if the, because yeah. they're both gone. Uh, after mm-hmm. like, Ron's gone. He's He's AOA somewhere in the unknown region. He, no, he, he's MIA. To be fair, to this whole debate, how do you foresee Pergil? That is true. You don't. Yeah. Get to that later on the show. No, wouldn't have been able to think of. It wouldn't have been able to do that. So, but like, my standpoint is is that Tarkin, like, yes, Thrawn's gone as well. But like after, after um, a new hope, like the empire starts, you start to see cracks, and it's mainly because Tarkin was a bigger deal than a lot of people wanted to wanted to admit. Oh, yeah. Because Vader, Vader ended up taking more of a role in having mm-hmm. to bring the hammer down, whereas that was Tarkin's job. Like mm-hmm. Tarkin, like Leia says it in a new hope. Oh, I see that you're va- holding Vader's leash. Like mm-hmm. after after Tarkin's gone. That's the only person that Vader was like, okay, I'll actually listen to you. Mm-hmm. Like after that, that that that's where the Empire like that was a bigger blow to the Empire than some would like to admit. Also, I would like to imagine Thrawn once he gets back. Like I just imagine he will find like an Imperial like remnant and they'll explain everything. He'd be like, "See, I told you guys, tie yeah. defenders." <laughs> yeah, tie defenders. I also like how Thrawn says. He says they'll be the architects of their own destruction, mm-hmm. which is very much a, a Thrawn type of yeah. thing. Yeah. I also wanted to talk about because I know obviously everyone talks about this, and Cal brought that up, like the whole like, oh, Thrawn is more malicious and that kind of stuff. Well, one, like you mentioned, he's the point of view in those books, and two, this is a kids animated show where yeah. he's the antagonist, they're the protagonist. You have to make them look as evil as possible. And trust me, when we get to that series finale episode, I will. We'll talk about that in depth. I guarantee it. Yeah, because that's like, yeah. Carter and I have a whole explanation for why he does it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But here, is that it? That it? All right. There's uh oh, what's Thrawn doing today? Segment. Uh, <laughs> but now it is time for Jars. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 26, Steps into Shadow Edition. Fact 1, Story Team Humor. This episode marks the destruction of the Phantom. The writer who pitched the destruction of the ship was then jokingly nicknamed the Phantom Menace for much of the season. 
Hmm. Fact two, the ghost crew strategies. Ezra calling out a quote-unquote 44 scoop is a reference to the coded tactics that uh, the Rebels had been using since season one when Kanan ordered a 22 pickup to get them out of Kessel. Fact three, a connection to the Battle of Yavin. The mention of General Dodonna at the end of the episode indicates that the captured Y-Wing fighters will make their way to the Gold Squadron seen in the attack against the Death Star in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about Steps in the Shadow. And also the attack on Scarif as well, Char. They're, they're, they're right next to each other, okay? That's I'm just three saying. and a half facts, Luke. <laughs> four facts because of the bendy thing that's luke, four now luke, yeah, luke just right. wanted to just okay five facts with my concept art when i mentioned five interesting facts about certain oh jesus here okay we luke go. just wanted to say something and get the piece of the pie all right luke, yeah, there you go there, there you go all right now time to rank this episode uh y'all know the drill uh everybody's been on so uh bad ensign okay lieutenant good captain great admiral and chef's kiss is grand admiral i have a feeling that we're going to be crowning another grand now grand admiral if i have not been on the rebels episode actually uh well you have you been listening to it fake fan fake fan. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, luke's not even upset he's like Got him. <laughs> yeah, rebel heist could be connected. I'll call it in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, but Carter, we'll start with you. Um, I would give it a uh, Grand Admiral just because of what it does for Ezra. Oh well, shocker. Shocker. No, uh, that, that's fair. Yeah. DePaul. Um. I'm actually gonna go Grand Grand uh, Grey oh, Admiral. Okay. All right. Emily. I'm gonna go Grand Admiral for the introduction of the Bendu, and also for what it does for Kanan and Ezra's character arcs. Ooh, there we go. We got two Grand Admirals and an Admiral. Cal. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm giving it to him, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Rebels, man. It's it's all Grand Admiral to me. If I'm being, I'm with him. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, DePaul doesn't doesn't want to be. I was see. No, I'm sorry because you, you got me confused with the whole Thrawn stuff. Yeah, see, I was on that, that. I had Thrawn brain, so sorry about mm. that. Thrawn brain, Ross, <laughs> as the last so, call it. <laughs> so thinking about the, the that blue blue brings it to the Grand Admiral. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, okay. No, but just to purely spite Carter on this one is just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 Grand Admiral because we get to watch Ezra cry and, and be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, uh, oh, for what it does for Actually, cha- changing mine to instant because he gets a buzz cut and. Oh! <laughs> oh Carter, what are you going to say about that? <laughs> wow. He, he just disconnects from the couch. He's poor. Pull- <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Like this? Oh, he's about to fall. No, oh, oh, bring him back. Oh, Ezra's getting. Ezra's getting. Ezra gets more play with the butt cut. That's all I have to say. That's. Uh, yeah. It's a fact. 
he get, no, no, no. He gets a As he Riz gets the same amount, which is zero. Okay. <laughs> Rizra Bridger. Dude, I mean, we do see know. him go to being a lot and constantly. Rizra Bridger. Rizra Bridger. Oh, Bridger. Oh, oh my god. Don't, don't, don't give me nightmares to. <laughs> Okay, Ezra's coming. Ezra's coming back. He's gonna be like, "I'm back." No, no, he's gonna come out. He's gonna, he's gonna come back and go. What up, Miss Ren? How we doing? Oh God, sorry, that worked out. Hey, Sabine, how's it going? It's like no, dude. Not right. no. Not again. Not again. Uh, yes, I went for Rizra Bridger because there's too many Z's. Look, your like your hair is just throwing me off like big time. Put it back to where he's got the swoop. That spiral, yo. There we go. Anyway, now I can rank it. DePaul, I thought you're like just like how you saved Char with that one event. I thought you were gonna save me here and be like, you know what? At least DePaul softened the blow. I'm still giving an admiral, but at least he softened it. No, he had a Uno reverse and be like, psych, I'm going Grand Admiral. Hey man, you it's, it's Bindu. <laughs> I'll say it's Bindu. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's good. It's great. It's almost a near Grand Admiral, but it's just for me, it's just it's just, it's a great episode. Char? I would put it in the upper echelon. I'm gonna give it the same as what Bale said. Um, I'm going to give it an Admiral. Uh, I just, the one thing that really made me enjoy this episode was watching Ezra just tip the scales of himself. Because mm-hmm. it was like, he's, he's getting a little bit too far in a few places and then Kanan comes in the fold and, you know, reminds them that like, hey, you know, you're a good oh. person. You don't need, you know, all that ambition to be the leader of the ghost crew. I mean, you already have a, a firm stance within this group. You don't need to prove anything. Yep. You're all family, so... Don't don't push your luck and make everyone resent you. And, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. so I just really like that aspect. But I mean, it's an admiral for me. I don't think it blew blew my socks off. Um, but a lot was introduced in this episode. So, so uh, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a no for me. No, no, no I'm just kidding. Uh, um, I don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what you say. It's gonna be a no for me. Uh, I'll say I'll go admiral too. I'll go admiral. Yes. It was it was a solid. It, Okay. All right. Now, now what Paul's thinking about is for for like, yeah yeah. The Paul's like choice? Uno Uno reverse no, back I, I to know, an Uno reverse. Um. <laughs> so overall, that we're gonna make we are going to uh, are we split oh. three? So I was about to say I was about to make a joke. So or Grand Admiral. The Paul gave us an Uno reverse, and then the three of us all put stack of plus twos. Yeah 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 stack yeah stack yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so the, it's, and, it's and the color and the, versus the guests apparently, and and, and the co- and right. the color is red. So ha, have fun with that. Reds are terrible to get when you have a color that you get to choose. Bill anyway. says admiral. Kenny says also admiral. Um, Pat says captain. Hmm. I don't know if you. I feel like it's for me. Best. I think the biggest reason why it's grand admiral for me is is it's such a change of character for like the full cast. Because like season yeah. one to season two doesn't feel like too much is really different between everybody. Like they're getting a little bit more close, but like I think it is partly due to the stark appearance difference of Ezra and like yep. how he like out of the gate is like very clearly tapping into some some not so good energy. <laughs> uh that it's like, whoa, like what happened, right? So for me it was it was 
such a shock to the system. I'm like, this, I wasn't expecting this. This is actually getting into some deeper themes than I was expecting it to. And I think it does yeah. a, a great start to set all of that up for the, the finale of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, we'll start with uh, Carter. Where can the good people follow you there, buddy boy? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Carter Dibert right there. Uh, Luke. Why does everybody that. Why does everybody point now? Char, I you were letting it you die. You made a bad trend, Char. I'm, hey, I was watching Secret Transmissions the other day, and I saw uh, Estragar's Tia do it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Everyone's pointing their name now. Yes. <laughs> Why are you? I just do it with char. Why are you touching my nipples? Stop. It's a meme now. It's a char. Oh no. Anyway, Carter, is that all you got? Is that all? Is that it? Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. right there. And uh, you can follow my TikTok at Carter D2. And you can also find me once in a blue moon on Pod Ones at They Fly Now. Whenever this yes. second episode gets released. Yeah, I will get on it. it it'll probably be after celebration, but. Emily, you'd be proud. You should stick into. You should watch that episode because we do talk talking. So. We do. And yeah. who wasn't the one that brought it up? Carter actually did it himself. Carter, Carter's, Carter's getting into into talking, so you'll have to um, nice. when, we, when we get when we get off, you'll have to give him uh, some uh, tips. Yeah. But, um, DePaul. Yes. Where can the good people follow you? Well, the good people. <laughs> And the bad people can follow me at. Oh God, dang! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm an equal opportunist. What are you talking about? <laughs> I smell um, profit. <laughs> That's another podcast right there. <laughs> but um, oh, no. conspiracy cantina. If you're not watching already on YouTube, uh, that's where you can find me. Uh, and also TikTok. Did I mess the ball? <laughs> oh. And um, I do Twitter, but I don't really, I don't like Twitter. Twitter's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's scared there. Honestly, that's a mood to Paul. I love that mood. Yeah, everyone in here who hasn't subscribed to Conspiracy Cantina, go ahead and do that now. Him and yeah, absolutely. Skills have some great conversations. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you to Paul. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, Emily. Uh, everybody can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Slumma Ramelli. Like it's spelled here. You don't have to pronounce it. I won't judge you. Slumma you got you to you you point at it. I don't see it. Where is it? Slumma Ramelli. Jesus, you just stop. Also, I just imagine the, again, I always make this joke. The audio listener is just like, what are they pointing at? Why is Write it. Luke, <laughs> Write it. Kylo. I also think it's very fitting that I said I would take Kylo's hand, and I'm actually yeah. Sure well, right Emily, we'll we'll talk about oh, that brand. later in our in our little <laughs> uh, in, our, in our in our therapy session. Uh, but uh, uh, thanks again for coming on, Cal. Oh, I mean, yeah, you can find me here in the Cal Four on pretty much every. Damn it! Would... Except for usually stop it. Use name self. But primarily, yeah. yeah, yeah, Luke. Don't hit me because I'm awesome. No, I, you're not awesome. That's not nice. Apologize. Anyway, <laughs> well, you, you can find me at Hair Productions on the Tickety Talk. You can find me at Hair Productions on the Photo App, and you can find me one here on the Buzz App. You can find me at Hair Underscore Edits on the Tweet Tweet, and you can find me here on Pod Ones. What in the hell is this 
Uh, are we talking in code now? Yes, we yeah. are. <laughs> tweet, tweet. This bitch. isn't TikTok Live. You don't have to. You don't have to. The boogeyman's not here. <laughs> you know what, Luke? I don't like being an NPC. I like to flip things up every once in a while. Just say, <laughs> like, watch. Char's going to flip into an NPC in three seconds. Hey, watch, uh, no. Char, where can the good people follow you? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at charcharjs, spelled right here. Sorry, because Luke changed the camera format. Actually, and you can find me here at the Pod Ones podcast. Every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Check us out next week as we cover Season 3, Episode 3, The Holocrons of Fate. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Um, uh, you can find us at the Pod Ones on all social medias. If this is your first time being here, welcome. Uh, hit, a, hit the like button. Hit the bell for notifications. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Jay. It sounds oh. like there's a hidden innuendo there that shouldn't be there. Yeah. It's going to get us demonetized over here find... in the corner. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and this is how, how Pod 1 dies with fingers with thunderous pointing. pointing. Yeah, with thunderous pointing. Uh, if this is your first time here, like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications so you never miss any of our videos. Uh, but that's going to be it. Uh, on to the next one, and may the force be with you always. See you guys. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply.